Views expressed on this program are those of the sponsors and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment Advisor Representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Indices mentioned are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. Asset allocation and diversification strategies cannot assure profit or protect against loss. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Capital Retirement Strategies and Cambridge Investment Research are not affiliated. Okay, welcome to the podcast. We're really perfecting our intros here, aren't the, we? The Plan for Life Now podcast, episode four? Four or five. I'll, I'll give you my apology, Dave, in person here. Um, I apologized to the listeners last time because the audio quality was so bad of that investor psychology podcast that we did that I scrapped it and I redid the thing myself. Wow. You realize, and this is what's ironic about that, in my 20 years of radio, that was my best performance. (laughs) Down the drain. Well, you know what? Thanks, Steve. (laughs) We can put that on the best of album. And, you know, the real hardcore listeners will just power through that terrible audio quality to hear your best performance in 30 years. Yes. Whatever. 20. 20 years. Don't make me too old. <laughs> All right. What do we have on tap? We're, for well, today? we're going to start with our Redskin prediction from the yes. old radio show. Oh, by the way, I do want to just say to the people, I guess chances are if you're listening to this, you'd listen to the old radio show. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for listening to this. But also, we got a lot of nice comments from people who are, let's just face it, if I, you know, first of all, to use our podcast is so easy, I can do it. Mm-hmm. I challenged you. I said to you in one of the other podcasts, this is going to be too hard for me. No, it's not. All you got to do is go on the website and then push a button. Right. And then there's the podcast. And you it's can always pretty do, damn easy. You can always do in other ways. I have a subscription set up in iTunes so that when we post a podcast, I know about it. So you too can set up a subscription. All right, that's 2.0. It's a little bit, yeah. But for us non-tech savvy people, we're just going to check out the website, planforlifenow.com, and then do the podcast. So I give you credit, even though you messed up my last performance, that good job on making this easy to listen to, as easy as we're going to make it. I think the word podcast scares old people. And I conclude myself, I'm 54 in that category, but... Since my daughter showed me how they work, I listen to them all the time. Yeah, it's really not scary. A lot of people go, oh, wait, I actually listen to podcasts already. I just didn't realize that was what you called it. I thought it was just recording of a radio show that I wanted to listen to. Right. If they called it little radio shows on the Internet, more people would just say, oh, I do listen to podcasts. They're those little (laughs) radio shows on the Internet. Um, Oh, but we like we did on the old radio show, we do our red skin predictions for people who care about that. Um, if you're not okay. listening locally, you know, we, Steve and I are both natives of the area. So, all right. Now, so we're going to yeah. vouch here that we are doing this podcast, recording it on the afternoon of September the 12th. Tonight at 7 p.m. is the Steelers Redskins game. Right. 
right? So we're going to vouch. We're for vouching so. for that. And when you hear our predictions and they're wrong, you're not going to say they they knew what happened and they they're like so humble they wanted to be wrong on purpose. So obviously we're doing this before the Redskins game. Yeah, but on the off chance that we just nail the score, I mean, wouldn't that be weird? We just nail the score, then no one will believe no us. No one will believe it. But you know what? My audio editing skills aren't that good that I could go back in and do that. Nor do we have time for that. So, okay, what do you think about tonight? Um, Big game. You know what? I've been talking about how I don't feel any buzz. I don't feel any excitement. I'm I'm a big Redskins fan. I'm not even that geeked up for this. Um, And I'm actually taking that as a good thing. I'm going to assume that there's no drama. There's not a whole lot going on to distract everybody. Redskins are going to have a real solid outing. They're going to win 24-14. Wow. Yeah. That's a real positive pick. I think the Redskins will win, but it'll be more like the normal type of game where you got to stay up late to see the very end of it. It'll be well, back and forth. You're forgetting that it's a 7 p.m. start. Oh, that's right. So that's it's right. not like a normal Monday night football right. where staying up late means, oh my God. Honestly, gosh. I meant me because I'm recording the game. Because we have basketball. This is the that's beginning right. of our Monday night old man except for Steve basketball league um I think we're gonna win in a shootout 37 34 okay and it'll be one of those horrifically nerve-wracking games but a high scoring game okay so let's see now while we're on the prediction roll because while we're getting better at doing these podcasts at regular intervals I don't know that we'll do another one this week so we've got to go ahead and predict the Dallas game as well so you go first on this one I want to hear your prediction um, I am going to take the red. I, anytime I go to a game, I'm going with my son, Eric, who is at College Park in Maryland, which if you're in this area, pretty easy to take your son to the Redskin game. I go to College Park, pick him up, go to FedEx Field, then drop him off. It's on the way back to where I live. Not bad. Easy. Um, yeah, every you know, I always pick the Redskins when I'm going to the game those right. couple times a year. So Redskins 23. Cowboys 21. Hmm. I feel even better about the Redskins in this one. I don't like the Cowboys. Don't think they're any good. When's Tony Romo coming back? Like halfway through the year. So I'm going to pick the Redskins. I'm going to say Redskins win 31-17. We have clinched an 0-2 start for the Redskins. <laughs> no, if they start off 2-0, we're going to be firing up the bandwagon. Uh-huh. Getting that going again. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, All so right. now we move on to the actual things that we're supposed to talk about in the financial planning, investment planning, retirement planning world. And I want to start with this, with the long-term care side, with the federal long-term care insurance plan, because I've been getting more and more calls again it's starting to heat up so when the federal as some of you know the federal plan had a big price hike anywhere from 80 to 120 percent if you got uh, chose five percent compound inflation growth in your plan so when it first this news first came out when was it around june or something like that some, we were already doing it was our first podcast or so it was near yeah, the beginning that's right i think it was our maybe yeah. our second or third well, beginning of july um, you know, so basically uh, we did a whole show. You can go back to that podcast. It's still in our podcast library. Is that what you call it? It's all right there. We on the website, we have that blog, blog and podcast feed and you can go back and you can listen to, to old podcasts 
for as long as you want. Okay, well, this one's pertinent because we described exactly how to help make your choice because you have a choice. You have a choice to decrease the growth of your plan, the growth of the of the benefit in your law, in your federal long-term care insurance and, and then make your premium stay the same or keep your growth in your benefit at the 5% compound inflation rider and have a price hike. Different people are going to have different decisions to make. And we talk about that in that other podcast. If you're still lost on this, don't go to my long-term care seminar. Oh, it'll be too late on October 5th. Thank goodness. <laughs> because you don't need to get a new long-term care plan, but you might want to contact me you go to the website. I mean, that's probably how you're listening to this and say, Dave, I, can you just give me some help? I've got a lot of calls. I call it pro bono work because mm-hmm. it is pro bono work. But basically, you know, I'll answer your questions for your situation and help you out if you need that. Okay. But that date is what? September 30th. You have to make this decision by. Right. So September 30th, you've got to make the decision, the election. Do you want to modify your plan? Do you want to keep your plan the same? And if you keep your plan the same, that means your premium's going to go up. And your premium will go up as of, I believe it's November the 1st, if you keep the plan the same. Um, so yeah, good. If you want to go back and check out that podcast, you know, we title all these, we write descriptions so you can easily see it was three or four times ago. Um, so that's an important deadline coming up. But right now we wanted to talk about Wells Fargo. And usually on this show, we don't talk about specific companies and we're just reporting news here. But if you noticed, Wells Fargo reached a settlement recently. And I don't have the dollar figures. I had the page up here in front of me. What was it like? Something like $165 million settlement? It was well over $100 million. I know that much. $185 million in civil penalties. And the civil penalties were around opening up accounts without customer permission. And basically, the bottom line, and I didn't find this terribly surprising, but the bottom line was there were incentives for their advisors or bank employees to open up accounts. And they would just open up accounts, even if the client didn't want them, they'd wind up incurring fees and penalties. And clearly, that's not in the consumer's best interest. Right. So... The, re- the reason we want to talk about this is something we've talked about a lot on the radio show. And that is, you know, and I guess in a sense it is a commercial for our services, but it's also more, a, a, I wouldn't say a warning, but sort of what's the real world of financial planning and advice out there? And, and what do you do to avoid, you know, being in a situation where, you know, basically you're you're going to an institution for advice or advisors or whoever, you know, and your best interest is not the first thing on the menu. That's really, and when you talk about fiduciary responsibility, your best interest being on the on the first thing on the menu is exactly what the fiduciary well, it's not the first thing on the menu. Mm-hmm. It's it's what doing what's in your best interest. So why do advisors get caught you know, in, in a tough situation sometimes, why does stuff like this happen? And, and then how do you avoid that as a consumer? I think that well, these are things that need to be talked about. And then you need a little backdrop into the real world of what our world is and the different avenues. Yeah. And, and this is what we always try to lay out for people when we will say, you know, at Capital Retirement Strategies, we are an independent firm. You know, what does it mean to be independent? Because a lot of people, maybe these 
Wells Fargo people even said it. Oh, yeah, we're independent. We do what we think is best. Well, when you talk about working with an advisor, you can work with someone who works for a bank or a wirehouse, right? And you guys know all the big ones that are out there. But a bank or a wirehouse advisor is an employee of that bank or wirehouse. And as an employee, they're going to have certain incentives to, in this case, open up additional accounts or potentially sell you certain types of products. So it shouldn't be surprising to people that a big bank or a wirehouse would have special revenue sharing agreements with certain investment or insurance firms. Right? If I'm just kind of blowing your mind right here, that, that really shouldn't be surprising. I mean, big banks, they're going to negotiate revenue sharing deals with other companies. And they're going to encourage their advisors to sell those particular products. So when you work with an independent advisor, the independent advisor is not an employee of some bank or brokerage firm. There's no extra incentive to sell one particular product over another one. So it's not like, hey, if, if I open up you know, this many of the XYZ, then I'm going to get a trip to Hawaii. Right. And so, I think now more days is why you have to be careful. If I do a certain amount of XYZ product, whether it's insurance or investment product, then my health insurance is subsidized. Right. Then, I mean, that's getting to be more and more potentially of an issue, not just getting like going to a trip or a conference or something like that. So you have that. That could be weighing on the mind of an advisor if they're an employee or in an employee type situation, mm-hmm. you know, as an advisor. Well, and here's what I was actually pulling up our website to read what we actually wrote about independence, um, because we do think that that is one of the fundamental building blocks for an advisor client relationship. You know, if if your advisor works for a big firm where there's incentives for the wrong reasons, or they work for an insurance company or something like that. That's just, it, it's hard enough to put together a good relationship between a client and advisor with trust and, and all of that. If you've got that extra hurdle built in, I just don't think you can do it. So here's what we've written on our website, independence. Uh, your advisor is entrusted with helping you achieve your financial goals. We think that independence must be the building block that that relationship is built upon. An independent advisor does not work for a bank or large financial firm. They work for you. An independent advisor has the freedom to utilize the best investment and insurance tools for your situation. Yeah, that's that's basically it. yeah, I don't know how else you can go about doing that. You you ask your advisor, are they independent? A lot of us is going to say that they are. But ultimately, I guess the proof is in the pudding. You know, what organization are you working for? And if that organization, you know, is basically paying a salary to the advisor for their health insurance, a big bonus. There's And then the other issue is when you find some of these places, there's quotas, which disgust me in our business. Disgust. Disgust. It's hard on these podcasts, Dave, to get those T's and P's right. It disgusts me. Makes you nauseous. It's disgusting, (laughs) as Donald Trump would say. It's basically because you are trying to set up a retirement plan. Every client we meet, 
we get to, you know, this is a critical stage in their life where they're setting up their financial plan, really hopefully a blueprint for the last time. When they're in their 50s or 60s, they're, we're trying to set up a game plan that's going to be adjusted, but this basic game plan is, this is it. This is for the, the home stretch here for the last 20, 30 years of your life. You can't mess up because for a big portion of this game plan, you're not going to be working, right? You're relying on your investment plan. And that is what it's all about. To then work in a scenario or an environment where the person you're working with has a quota to sell X amount of this mutual fund, this stock, this annuity, this whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just wrong. Well, and and it, it, that's why it disgusts me. <laughs> Good enunciation there. Um, and that's why I say the independence is the building block. But you know, we've got this section on our website that says what makes us different and we list things here. Independence is, you know, that building block, that number one, customized. So another problem with a big firm is you're generally just a number. You're going to get a cookie cutter type of plan that you fit into, whether it's a 60-40 model or whatever they've come up with. You're going to have this cookie cutter plan and it might or might not work for you. And then the last thing that I have on here on what makes us different is specialized. And we talk about, you know, in medicine, you go to your primary care physician and they're a sort of a jack of all trades, know a little bit about a lot of different things. But then if you have to have surgery performed, right, they've they've told you, you know what, you really need to have surgery. You want to go to a specialist, you know, somebody who does this all the time. That's what they do. And we really specialize in that retirement and income planning. And we've done it again and again with clients, help them make that transition from earning an income to actually being retired. So obviously, I know that is a big commercial for us, but I do hope we hit home some of those points on the problems, the conflicts of interest that exist when you work with a big firm. Right. Good. Well, we covered that, Steve. Okay. No need to ramble on. I think we covered that pretty well. Um, so we're going to root very hard for the Redskins tonight versus the Steelers as well. Or every single week we're going to root for the Redskins. I'm just thinking because people will listen to this and the game's already over. And the Redskins will, of course, since we picked them to lose. And people are going to say, why should I listen to you guys about financial stuff? Your Redskin picks were just horrific. <laughs> wow. We, we don't run a Vegas tout service here. Um, it's definitely definitely a financial advisory firm all right we will see you guys on the air back next week